is our pleasure to have you here, listening to our very first episode of the podcast Humans of SDU. Before we start, let me introduce this project very briefly. We have decided to start this podcast because we have realized there are plenty of unknown faces at the university and because we believe they all have interesting stories to share. So every Wednesday we will bring you one such a story. Every Wednesday you will hear an interview with a person from the University of Southern Denmark. And it can be a student, a teacher, an employee, an alumnus or anyone who has any kind of connections to this institution. It doesn't matter. What matters is that they have something to share with you. At the occasion of our premiere, we would like to introduce you to Esben. Esben is a fresh graduate. He finished his master's in operations management this January. We have decided to use this opportunity and invite him into our podcast so he can share with you his first impression. Not only from the graduation, but also from all the student years which have suddenly ended and perhaps we also managed to get a little sneak peek into his adult life which he just about to enter. So sit back, relax and enjoy our first episode. Your today's hosts are Anna and Martin. And we have another guest who is Esben. Hello, hello. Hello, Esben. Thank you for coming. Uh, Esben is a fresh graduate and we would like to hear his impressions. So how does it feel to being finally out of school? Um, I don't think it was yesterday. So, well, the day before yesterday, actually. So quite fresh. I don't think really I've fully processed the experience yet. Um, so ongoing, I would say, but it's definitely quite nice, quite relaxing to not have to think about uh, exams. For how many years have you studied in total? Oh, oh uh, at university or mm, okay, university, so, so, yeah. throughout my life, 20 years? No, um, <laughs> I think, well, for a total, I've been about eight years at university. First three years studying medicine and then afterwards five and a half years studying engineering. Mm. So it's quite an important and long era of your life. Uh, what are your main takeaways from this time? Oh, I have to do some reflecting. You catch me early in the process. Um, I think what is my main takeaway is I've enjoyed it. Um, ups and downs, challenges, you know, all the rest that you go through during your life. When I think back, when, when I started, what was I? Um, 19, I think, when I started university. So it's been a long time since since then. Grown up a lot. Um, yeah, it's it's a large question to answer, I would say. But yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for me, it got interesting that uh, you started with medicine yeah. and then you shifted to uh, engineering. I mean... What was this this process there? I mean, yeah. it's a very different uh, field of study, or yeah, um, I don't. It wasn't just a, as can say purely a oh, let's do something new. Um, no, it came more. I think um, back in high school, I got grades good enough that I could apply to 
you get uh, accepted into medicine. So for me, it was I always felt oh maybe I should do that, um, but yeah. Um, so I decided to do that, but maybe not with the best intentions in mind or with the best reasoning in mind here, because ultimately it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, I liked I wanted to work with people and helping people is was also something I found quite admirable and wanted to do. Um, but quite early on, I think already after about a year, maybe a year and a half, I felt like being a doctor wasn't what I wanted to do. But it was quite difficult to come with that, well, to, I was going to say, to come to terms with yourself in a way that you decided that let's do something different. Because, you know, you build up quite a bit of your... Uh, ego and personality and image about other people when you tell them oh, I'm gonna be a doctor you know everyone's impressed and you know and it feels good um, and also you know you don't like failure so it felt like if I was gonna change it would be giving up and I don't like yeah. giving up or failure so it took a while another one and a half years so in total three years of medicine before I finally said well it's now or never um, if I want to do something different so I had a long summer where I had to really consider what I wanted to do, um, which was not easy. And f ultimately, I decided that I'm going to... I was considering taking a break afterwards, actually, just to like refocus. But I felt at that time I was, what, 22, turning 23. So I felt like I was falling behind all the other people I went to high school with. And uh, I felt like life suddenly I was going to... yeah not have anything suddenly be there this exact same position I was in when I finished high school and therefore I think I felt a pressure uh, for myself mostly to do something so that and was the breaking point there that, or? Um, it was definitely the reason why I instantly decided to continue studying uh, engineering and didn't take a break or go work or travel because I didn't want to be in my mind falling even further behind I don't know what I was racing against but uh the pressure to achieve, I think, maybe. And then that's when I started engineering uh, in 2014. Okay. And why did you choose engineering? Um, I think originally, uh, back in excuse me, elementary school, ninth grade, um, and actually the beginning of high school, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do engineering. Um, I thought it allowed me to work with a wide variety of people and topics and just quite interesting, honestly, uses both um, you know, mathematical skills, English, communication, and to some extent also a bit of teaching, um, which both my parents are teachers, so I felt like it, it fit quite, quite well. So that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I, again, I think that's one of the maybe illusions that when you'd have to choose to study something, you think you know what they, they actually do as a job, but you actually have no idea until you get further and actually start working with the subjects outside the company. So from today's perspective, you don't consider it a failure anymore that you didn't finish your first choice? That I didn't finish medicine? I think there's always a part of me that asks what if, um, but no. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say two days ago I finished a master, so I've got very high standards if I should consider that a failure. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it's definitely an interesting 
line of thought for me because sometimes I do consider it was should I have st stayed on and what would that life have looked like but I wasn't happy with it at the time so I think you have to listen to yourself and ask yourself what to reflect on what you want to do more so than just feeling pressured to do something. Mm. Knowing with how good grades you actually finished with this degree of yours with the engineering it seems like a good choice to me that you actually made a change yeah were grades always important to you um well I actually talked with my parents about this just the other day when I finished and my mother said when I was very young younger not really but I think at some point you know I've always been competitively driven if it's sport or whatever it is that at some point I realized that I could get good grades if I worked hard and from then on I kind of I think I enjoy the praise you get when you get a good grade. I feel good. I praise myself to some extent. So I think that's motivated me to continue to work hard on um, academics. And then kind of I got into a pattern. But it's also a bit of a dangerous pattern to get into. If you don't get a 10 or 12, you feel disappointed. So Do you? Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been striving for the entire time at university. So did you really feel the pressure from your surroundings to get the good grades? Or was it more from your inner it, That's such a, you know, uh, understanding your own emotions and trying to work out where uh, like third, certain patterns of thought come from uh, is a wide question. But I think for me it's, it's of both. But mostly it's probably what I think other people think more so than... I don't think other people would say, oh, he got a seven. Let's... Let's not talk to him anymore, you know. I don't think they would think any less of me. I don't think you would if that was the case. Um, I think more so it's more, I in my head, I've built up an image of who I am and I'm a person that, you know, does well and therefore I want to continue doing that. But it is definitely somewhat dangerous because if you built your entire personality around doing well, if you then don't, that's a tough break to, to suffer. Find a new... Uh I'll say a new identity or yeah. something then. Yeah. Mm. Coming to your ego getting hurt when it doesn't happen. And do you think in Denmark grades matter generally? For example, for your future employer? Um, <laughs> I, th I think yes, but only in the very beginning. Um, like your first job, you might show your grades, but after that, I don't think there's any, you know going to be uh, someone after five years work experience saying can I see what grades you got <laughs> I don't really think they care um, and on the other hand what was maybe if you look for all the eight years you spent at the university what is the thing you will like always remember is this something were there some like huge moments I mean of joy that you really enjoy and it was like okay man this is this is great just being here, doing the things I do, like the studying or some exchanges or um, anything like that. Yeah, it. there have been many great moments and I think it's it's the irony that after you know five years you finally start getting really to be quite good at being a student, knowing when you should put effort in and when you can relax a little more. Um, and then it's when you're done. Um, but yeah, <laughs> through experiences, I would say there's been loads. Um, stuff like finishing my bachelor's, uh, uh, my engineering bachelor's was a great day. You know, we worked hard for it. And I felt like I some to some extent caught back up in my mind. And that was a really great day. Um, now, just two days ago, was really nice. 
um, going on exchange was also a you know, huge experience and you learned a lot by going to, on exchange. But I more so think for me it's been you know, the small things, enjoying the day where you maybe have a lecture. It's maybe not the most good advice, but where you decide I'm going to stay home today and just enjoy <laughs> life, you know. Um, going out on a Wednesday with friends and having a beer because that's what you can do when you're a student, you know. Those things have been, I think, the ones that stand out to me, which is what's great about being a student. Well, um, if you choose uh, some... I don't know if you call it events or things that happen from the opposite side of the spectrum of things. Did you feel like sometimes when you want to like give up on that or just you don't you, you didn't see any sense? I think um, yeah, <laughs> but well, on medicine, of course, I I had that feeling a lot um, and had to come to terms with it. Um, where there's a difference between making a new choice and giving up. Um, I think it was described quite well to me. If you like walk to the end end of a cliff, like is it giving up if you turn around and go back, or is it do you have to continue and jump off in order to uh, progress forward? Um, and here, you know, for me, it was about that point was about turning back, and it definitely was a a hard time. I also think just generally starting at university, you get a bit of a shock where you go from being maybe quite smart in a high school class to being in a class filled with smart people, um, which you definitely also have to get used to. And I think here on the Masters, I've considered a few times, you know, what is it really you want to do with your life? Would you have gotten more out of maybe going out working or traveling, um, a more relevant experience for you? But um, I think all in all, you know, I don't have that many regrets. I'm quite happy with the way I've gone through it in the last eight years. That's great, then. Yeah. And if you can, maybe you, you are capable to compare because you have you were on the exchange. Um, how do you feel like studying at SDU? Does, did you feel like they are providing like good background for the students? And um, it's definitely you know I was in in South Korea um, and on my exchange, and I think there is you know a stark difference between probably the Danish or Scandinavian model where. In South Korea, I had midterms and even like quarterly exams where it was all multiple choice, uh, you know, based on read half the book, do a midterm, read the rest of the book, do the finals, and, and then just you, remember things. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you did multiple choice and scored it out. Where similar classes um, at SDU are more, you make a project or a portfolio, and then, for example, I had on my bachelor's more or less only oral exams, and then you go up and talk about and reflect and see where could you be going with this, how could you use it, um, and is that more useful? I think some t some subjects it would be a good idea to learn, you know, some of it by heart, but otherwise I think if you don't know the context and just know the answer, I would say that's probably a better solution and prepares you quite well for a job. So do you think that, for example, if you compare the engineering mm -hmm. studies, that SDU prepares you better? for the actual jobs or...? Depends on the job you're getting, I'd say, because if you're getting a job where they ask you to do uh, you know, these calculations and this is what you do and no questions asked, then maybe not, but if they want you to solve complex problems where you might have to think somewhat out of the box, I think then yes, you probably are better prepared for that because problem-based learning is all they preach yeah. and do. Because I actually, if just on this note that 
uh, I don't think, at least I wouldn't see the major difference between um, like uh, the outputs uh, from the school, like if you take the engineers from South Korea mm -hmm. and the engineers from uh, SDU, if it, you, you know what I'm yeah, you know what you, I had yeah, into. Yeah. So. But it, you know, we're making broad uh, generalizations. True, I yes. think your personal character is what's going to determine the most how well you do in any certain situation and job. Um, I don't think specifically for one country or another, be that America, Denmark, Germany, the Czech Republic or South Korea. Um, I also think that one thing that definitely does benefit is probably going like on internships. I think that's where you learn a lot because you get, here's five nice tools you can use in your field of study. And then you come out and you, fit, you find out that none of them really fit reality. And you have to slightly change and tweak them in order to make things work. So that's, uh, I think, one place where you definitely get a, a benefit from um, you doing an internship. But I agree with you. Is there a difference? Maybe not. I think there's definitely strengths and weaknesses because uh, if you get, and that's also just culturally, how well do you do in a situation? If you're giving a task and say, well, actually, there is no task. You have to work out what's the next project then some people would do well with that and other people would struggle. So I think it's more down to that than down to the actual specific skills within engineering or the any, yeah. yeah. It's more so how you d tackle challenges. Well, obviously, new part of your life is coming now. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna be a student anymore. So what are you the most excited for? <laughs> As well to say the money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very yeah. No. Um, I, th I think just enjoying it one day at a time. Right now, I'm enjoying uh, just kind of refocusing and finding out what I want to do with my life, and not having you know a fixed plan. Um, but what am I looking most forward to? I think getting out, uh, working a little more money, and just I think I don't think that much is going to change. It's not like a, a drastic 180 for me. Like I still have good friends who, and some of them who have been working for a while, you know, I'll still see them, I'll still, you know, see family, enjoy the same hobbies and so on. And um, what's going to be different is I don't, I'm not going to go to university and use my time as work. Instead, I'm going to go to a company and probably do that instead. And then they pay me slightly better. <laughs> Are you scared that the new wave of life is going to be more stereotypical, for example? Mm. I don't know. I, I, I have probably. I don't haven't really thought that it should be a problem. I think I'm pretty much in control myself how I choose to. I definitely think I'm going to have less time, and that's one of the things I, I mentioned uh, a bit ago. You know, the enjoying the fact that as a student you can say, you know, today I'm just staying home. I don't think your boss would appreciate if you do that at job. Um, so that's definitely a, a difference. I'm going to have less time. I'm pretty sure of it. But other than that, you know. I think my weekends aren't going to change that drastically. Right. And, well, you were mentioning the, the hobbies you, you've been doing while studying at the university. What did you enjoy the, the most? What are you enjoying, like, uh, um, doing a part of studying? Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say maybe hobby is a slightly grandiose term, but, you know, just hanging out with friends, okay. um, watching some movies, going to the cinema, uh, drink some coffee, some wine, you know. 
just enjoying life, <laughs> talking, learning, and that's. I don't. It's not really like uh, I collect stamps or anything specifically. It's more, <laughs> more so just enjoying life, and being with people you have interesting conversations with. Yeah, which Asban is surely one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? Are you enjoying your student time here in in Denmark? We are. I really am, and being like that's. Probably I pushed my thoughts on you because being stereotypical is one mm -hmm. of my biggest fears when I actually get out of school. <laughs> but what do, what do you mean when you say stereotypical? Like I feel my schedule right now is changing a lot, changing mm -hmm. often, and I can mm -hmm. adjust it as I need, as you said. Yeah. So more like you would be stuck in a routine mm -hmm. that's constantly yeah. the same. Yeah. Well, I think that's also like what depending on what job you choose to do, um, you could do one that's like consultancy work and you'll be doing a new project every two weeks and going a new place every two weeks so you can choose something with a little more routine. That is But true. why is it a fear to have a routine? A good routine is nice. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's your job hunting going? Um, barely started, so in the initial stages, but it, I think it's going to go fine. I haven't gotten that much feedback yet. I just started yesterday, mm -hmm. so okay so far, <laughs> but yeah. You don't need to rush. You don't feel the need to get no, to work. No, um, I think most of my classes uh, are already um, in jobs. Um, I've more so felt the need to step back after eight and a half years and, you know, finally not have anything I have to do or feel I have to do and just reflect on what I want to do. Let's say, what's my plan for the next five years? Um, instead of feeling the pressure just to grab something for the sake of saying, oh, look, I have a job now. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to sit down and think a little about what I want to do, what's important to me the next five years. And I'm exploring a lot of options there. Yeah, I was just thinking about the... Because now it becomes relevant to the, how to say, the obligatory question from the HR. Where do you see yourself in mm -hmm. five years? Yeah. And, you know, it's a, one of those... You know, damned if you do, damned if you don't questions because you can make a plan. But I, I truly personally believe in happenstance. You know, something pops up that you were never expecting. Yeah. You meet someone, you hear something, and then suddenly you have an offer you, you know, in your five-year plan was definitely not in there. And then you need to be ready to jump on that. And then you go a completely different direction. Mm -hmm. I think that's also something that I embrace to some extent. You know, let's just see what happens and we'll go down that road. Of course, that doesn't mean do nothing, but you know, you never quite know where you're going to end up. But you can have plans still. Like, I want to go do travel more or want to get fit or whatever you, you want to <laughs> do as a, pl a plan in the short term or long term. Yeah. Maybe slowly to conclude. Yeah. From what you said, I got the impressions that you enjoyed your student life and all those eight years. I am. I, um, I definitely do. I think I got. I was. I got. You know, slightly lucky to some extent. You know, by doing three years, which I definitely stressed a lot during the first three years in medicine, um, and then I got to reset and say, okay, if I have to do this in a better way, how am I going to do this? And I got a much healthier uh, balance between studying and working. And remembering to that, you know, to be a successful student, you also have to go out with your friends and, you know, enjoy yourself. Because if you're not happy, how are you motivated to do anything? Mm -hmm. So I definitely have enjoyed being a student and I try to, you know, it's easy to say to people, no, you should enjoy it more when they're stressing about exams. But I think when you think back when you're done, um, you definitely see that 
you did have quite a lot of time and sometimes overthinking and stressing is your worst enemy there. You should just enjoy it more. So there's a thing you would recommend to, to someone who's just now struggling with the universe to just take it well, more the, easy? Or? The, the, the question would be, why are you struggling? What's, what's the problem? Okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't just say, oh, I'm failing. I'll just relax more. That's probably <laughs> not the go for. Um, no, it would be what, what's happening in your life and try to address it in a reasonable way. So if you're actually doing well, but you stress a lot about exams, you know, just saying don't stress is shit advice. Help, yeah. yeah, no. Um, but... You know, trying to use some techniques and trying to maybe div- divide. Uh, for example, I enjoyed a lot saying, or it worked for me. I stayed at university and did my studying, and when I got home, I was free. So I didn't read at home. I didn't combine those two things. If I'm out, I'm working. If I'm home, I'm free. Because I often find you can sit there at home all day otherwise and think I should be reading, I should be this and that. So I like to divide those two things, and then that gives me a focus that now I'm home so I can relax. Hopefully that helps someone else as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Esben, thank you very much for joining us in our podcast and for sharing your experience. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you that I could be here. Thank you for inviting me. Have a nice day. That would be it for today. Thank you very much for being with us during our first episode. We hope you enjoy it. If so, we invite you to follow us on media platforms such as Spotify or iTunes Podcast, but also on social media where you can get more information about our guests and our podcasts in general. So go ahead and check out our Facebook and Instagram. Again, thank you very much. Have a great day and we will get back to you next week with the second episode.